Hey, Gigi, can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> well, let me introduce this lady right now. Uh, guys, this is Eric for Fasting Human, and I'm very pumped, very excited about having this debut. I, you know, you cannot trust on uh, on technology sometimes, so that's the way it goes. <laughs> so, well, guys, yeah. um, I want, I'm very excited about this interview because uh, it was um, it took us a while to actually, you know, be able to sit down and be able to actually uh, get this uh, interview together. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Gigi um, uh, Gabriel, right? I'm saying yes. your last name right that, right? That is correct, yes. All right. So Gigi, um, I wanted to talk about a few things uh, in regards of this is Fasting Human. We talk about health, mindset, well-being, and many other things that comes along uh, with your transformation. Um Uh, we know each other and uh, through Instagram uh, for some time, and looking at your transformation and and actually um, seeing the process in which you have uh, you have tremendous amount of results. Um, when when did this start? Tell take us back again on this journey when you first decided that this was something that it was this is this was it. Well, um, wait. First of all, I just want to thank you for having me on uh, your podcast. <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. Um, I've actually been trying to drop weight for a while now. So I've been on a transformation for a bit. But it wasn't till I started keto maybe like last year, like I experimented with keto, um, that I actually was introduced to fasting. That's kind of like when I developed like, you know, what fasting was, what intermittent fasting, what the different types of fasting was. Um, so I did that a little bit with keto. Um, for me personally, keto didn't really fit my lifestyle, but I still wanted to continue with fasting. Yeah. So um, I still wanted to eat well and be happy and be social. And um, I figured or I developed like I figured out that that Omed would be the best option for me. Yeah. Uh, eating one meal a day um, and I'm allowed to eat basically anything I want, but I kind of should eat healthy. Um, <laughs> so it was a lot more flexible for my lifestyle and that's what's been working for me so far. Of course, because there's no, there's no sort of like barriers on things what you can do with, with intermittent fasting or Omed. It's more like, uh, hey, I don't feel pressures on, on different things. Like, you know, you can definitely enjoy the meal and whichever you want to have. But it's not such a, like, uh, how do I say, not so much of a suppression in regards of, uh, you know, what you want. Especially when you come from a very traditional background, right? Right, right. I was very, like, um, I've done all types of diets. I've counted my macros. I counted my calories. I've even worked out in the gym, like, twice a day. I've done everything possible. I've done keto. I've done everything, everything. And um, nothing actually stuck with me. I guess, to be honest with you, I feel like any diet that you do will work. And um, fasting is not really a diet, and that's kind of why I liked it. It was just a time-eating schedule. So yeah, you can do yeah. whatever it is, whatever you want to eat, you can eat, but it's a time-restricted 
eating schedule is what fasting is. Yeah, and I uh, and I find myself much more flexible to myself, especially with my time frame. Uh, what would you say that uh, was and uh, your schedule? But I mean, I know pretty much you're a busy person. I know you run your own business, uh, and I know that you do what you need to do. But how does that work out with your schedule as far as uh, your, your daily life? Um, I actually felt like it worked out even better. Um, so fasting or OMED for me, for example, um, I'd eat once and then I wouldn't even have to worry about like snacks or breakfast or meal prep or anything else. So yeah. I just worry about that one meal a day and that's it for the rest of the day. I don't have to worry about food. I felt like my life was very, um, it was re revolved around, oh, what's my next snack? What's my next meal? And it was a sort of obsession that I wasn't really happy with. Yeah. And I felt like I had a really bad relationship relationship with food um and i felt like it was just my weight was a big thing and i was obsessing and i was uh like i would get upset if i missed a workout or i'd get upset if i had like ice cream or and i just i knew that this isn't healthy like mentally that wasn't yeah. healthy for me yeah yeah i know um, and i found it a lot with a lot of people that are into very strict diets very strict to what they uh canteen and Uh, measuring. I think everything comes with with in, in regards of uh, we come, when it comes down to uh, OMAD, it's sort of like you listen to your body. When you fool, you fool, and that's it. And you continue exactly. forward with your day because I think that a lot of people get into this mindset where this is going to be the way. And when it comes down to, you know, sometimes a lot of people suppress carbohydrates and Uh, you know, this is this is really really bad carbohydrates. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're going to actually binge those carbohydrates that they shouldn't be having. But at the end of the day, it's something like they beat themselves to it. So I find it a, a lot of with a lot of um, people that have been doing keto for some time. And I think I've, I I have talked to them and I say, look, I think flexibility is more important than actually you. Because yeah, I mean, I think if you should continue if it's working for you, but it has to be flexibility and right. involved into it. Um, I agree. You know, so. Because like when they say, like, you know how people would tell you, oh, it's a lifestyle change. I never understood that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lifestyle change. But here I'm, I am depriving myself of carbs or sweets or this or that. Yeah. So for me in my head, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to live my whole life like deprived. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't a lifestyle change doing those other diets. This yeah. right here, what I'm doing now with fasting, OMED, um, I feel like this will be a lifestyle change for me. Because here I eat, uh, like, okay, so when I break fast, usually I uh, do my protein shake and then I do greens yeah. with another source of protein. And yeah. then I'm allowed to have my junk. Whatever that yeah. is, cookies, ice cream, whatever it is that I feel I could uh, eat or I still have room for because I'm pretty stuffed by having my protein yeah. and my, my greens already. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll allow myself to do that. Um, yeah. So, so it's not, there's no sort of depriving myself at all. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, and uh, and, and uh, I noticed that with a lot of people that are actually actually have done keto and they have done different other other uh, different diets, they have to they want to have the flexibility, liberty of be able to uh, uh, pick and choose what they want and not being so um, hard to themselves. Um, so, 
what do you notice more than anything is besides the, 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 the well now that you follow your own particular patterns and your own particular nutrition intake for yourself um what do you find it more uh, i know that for women it's, it's slightly a little different when you do omad uh, but what do you find in yourself now compared to in the beginning um in the beginning i started off with intermittent fasting which was like 16 18 hours and mm. i liked it but i felt it was way too easy for me yeah like i would sleep half of those hours so i was like is anything actually happening here <laughs> like yeah. am i going to actually see the results and i i felt like i needed to kind of push it more so my happy medium was like at 20 22 hours yeah that's something i could do i could go to the gym come home and then break fast and i was at like 20 22 so i mean 23 my omed is not that far <laughs> you know yeah. from that So I, I stuck with Omed. Um, I've noticed, like I said, in the beginning, it is a little bit difficult. But I've said this on my Instagram post a lot. This is actually the simplest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Fasting is so simple. It's the, the idea of it is difficult. But yeah. to do it, it's simple. Because <laughs> you're yeah. just fasting. Like you're, you're fasting. You're literally yeah. you're fasting. So yeah. it's the simplest thing I've ever had to do, um, but um, but just getting over the idea of like you're not eating is what's difficult. But here's something that I've noticed: um, when a lot of people know that I'm fasting, they they wonder like why I'm why I'm not eating for so long. Like how can you do that? It's so hard. It's this. It's that. Honestly. Us having fast food restaurants in every corner, that's not normal. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Like, this is not normal. Like, food is so accessible to us, and this is not normal. Like, having food, like, if we're going to go back and we're going to, you know, um, hunting and gathering, and whenever they would, like, you know, hunt or gather their food, that's when they would eat. That's when they would feast, and then yeah. they would again that's normal that's what should be normal but yeah. we don't have that now um and we have food that's you know i just drive a minute away and i could go pick up something and that's not yeah. how it should be and that's true i mean you said it right i mean so we're in a very fast-paced environment and a fast-paced um uh, uh uh you know uh uh sort of like a atmosphere behavior and where we have we are it quickly we'll be able to uh, you know get uh, these um, elements one of the things that I tell a lot of people is like the accessibility that's how, how become, we have become so yeah. sedentary and so um, my next question to you how, what's the longest you have fasted? the longest I fasted, fasted was uh, 112 hours my goodness yeah <laughs> uh- <laughs> Yeah, that one was a little, that was difficult for me personally. Um, the the longest I fasted prior to that one was 96 hours. So I noticed the difference between the 96 hour one and the 112 hour one was when I got to my 96 hour mark, which was my last one prior to this one. Yeah. That's when it got really difficult because I've never yeah. surpassed the 96 So yeah. it was very, very, very like difficult at that point. Um, but prior to that, it's easy. 
it, I'm not easy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and 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 say it's so easy. It's really not. Yeah. But um, you just have to distract your mind. You have to do other things that get your mind off of food and eating. And if I'm home, obviously I'm gonna look at restaurants that I used to go to and the food that I used to eat, and and I'm reminiscing on on all that yeah. when I'm home. But when I'm out. Um, I'm my mind is very busy and I don't think about food working out while you're fasted helped me a lot as well it takes yeah. another two three hours off and by the time you're done with the gym you're not really hungry drinking black coffee helped unsweetened tea water um, I'd wake up in the morning I'd have a, like a routine for myself so I'd put like apple cider vinegar in my green tea and that's like the first thing I would drink in the morning um, so it was like a process that I did that helped me a lot. Um, but yeah, so I, I did notice that it, it is difficult in the beginning, but if you have your mind distracted, it gets easier. Like for example, yeah. so I am an entrepreneur and I have my own clothing brand. Um, I know yeah. we didn't really discuss it much, but my brand is called Ruler Be Ruled. And yeah. I would set up events like I set up at the LA County Fair and just a couple other events that um, are in Southern California. Um, yeah. And those, the times when I set up events and I have two to three day events, yeah. that's when I would do my extended fasting. Yeah. So a lot of people like at the events, they don't fast. So they're like, how can you do it? How can you be at this food fair that has everything and you're fasting? How can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was difficult in the beginning, but I've, um, I've trained myself to kind of like focus more on my business and my brand and my selling tactics and me talking to people because that's so yeah. important to me with my brand, like building relationships. So um, I noticed that when I didn't eat and I was doing that for my brand or my business, I yeah. was um, I was doing much, much, much better because my mind was clear and focused. And I was like, I was laser focused on helping everyone and talking to everyone and being social and spreading the word and telling them about my brand and what it's about and what it stands for and how it can help and how it's a mindset like shift. And it's just when I'm fasting, I'm on a different level, like I'm on a different um it's just I'm more clear. I'm more clear with my ideas and my thoughts. And that's why I loved fasting or doing extended fasting when I was busy doing events. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because when you're busy, you're constantly moving and you're doing things and you're talking to people and you're trying to get, uh, you know, much of the uh, information. And it's, it's one of the things that I love about intermittent fasting and fasting per se because I have done, my longest has done is 86 hours. Okay. And... And, and knowing that that I have accomplished sort of that kind of level, um, I admire anybody who has gone more than, than than those hours because I think I think that one of the things that you get out of intermittent fasting and fasting process is just the ability of not knowing that you have your mindset set up to your goals. And right. your, um, I just want to say, if you hear of uh, fireworks in the background, you still hear, we are New Year's Eve, you know, we are talking <laughs> while it's New Year's Eve. If anyone will listen to this, we are very pumped about this to be like the begin, the end and the beginning of a new era. A right. New, right? And it's right. Like, Happy New Year's, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and so, 
<laughs> and so, uh, and so, um, I'm glad that we're doing this, uh, this, uh, this uh, interview because uh, one of the things that I, that I'm very pumped, and one of the things that we are helping people as we talk, be able to show you that everybody's different. And what have you noticed with the people that have you listened before, and the people you follow on Instagram, or the people you follow on Facebook? How did that change your mindset come uh, to what it used to be before? Um, well, like I said, like I already had an idea and it was like easy because I came from like, you know, doing keto and fasting. But like I prior to doing that, I didn't know anything about OMED. I didn't know there was different levels of fasting. Like I knew intermittent fasting, but I didn't before that I didn't hear any or I didn't know anything about extended fasting or OMED. Those yeah. two I had no idea about. So I used to follow um, a lot of pages that had to do with OMED. Because I was very curious about it, like eating one large meal a day, like is yeah. that possible? Am I gonna like you know? Am I gonna be so stuffed that I'm gonna feel like I ate over my calories? Like there's a lot of questions that I had, and I had questions whether like if I eat carbs on OMED, is that gonna cause me to get sick, or am I gonna develop diabetes? Or like there was so many questions that I that I, um, you know, ha I had. And there was a lot of pages on Instagram or people on Instagram that I followed. Um, and I would ask them these questions and everyone, everyone in the OMED community or fasting community, period, everyone's so helpful. Yeah. And, and the reason being is because we, if, if anybody who, and anybody who comes my way and they say, hey, how do you do this intermittent fasting? How do you do this OMED? I said, well, let's let's do a little bit of homework because I mean I can tell you everything, how my experience is, and how I deal with it. But you have to deal with it in understanding what goes on in your body. You gotta do, do a little bit of homework when it comes down to understanding the science behind. Because a lot of people, you know, they don't they don't want to do the homework. They don't want to do what is necessary to understand that process. Um, do you have a particular book that you have you read or have particular person that you have followed? In regards of intermittent fasting and fasting, um, Omed Queen, I love, I love her. Like I love her results. Um, I she was the first one I ever followed when it came to um, Omed. Yeah, she's the one that made made me feel like it was possible to do. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's that's really really interesting because one one of the things is the way I found out about intermittent fasting was by Shalene Johnson. She has her own podcast. Um, and she was talking about leaky gut and the, okay. you know, in the, the sort of kind of sort of like what happens to the body when you're not taking care of it and you're not, you're not uh, actually, you know, you're constantly eating five to six meals per day. And so right. basically the information comes from the people that actually have done it. They have went through all that process in order to help others to do the same thing. Right. You know, so, um, And, um, I also so, I also listen to Joe Rogan a lot too, and he does intermittent <laughs> fasting. <laughs> um, yes. So that was another one that I, I did listen to. Yes, I, I, trust me. Um, yeah, and then step up and up into all the different all the different topics and regards to intermittent fasting. The research has been done, the studies, the the you know the questions that a lot of people have. Um, What is the what is the best way to break your fast? And oh, so many things that it came out into this whole funnel of 
question that I had of myself because, you know, as a guy, the first thing I'm thinking of, oh, my God, I'm going to lose muscle mass. And, right. I'm gonna, <laughs> and you know, and I'm going to starve myself. But that was not uh, the main. Uh, that, that was yeah. not one of the, you know, excuses probably that I had in my mind. Um, so wanted to talk to you a little bit about a question. What is your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant if you have one? I would. I have like a little obsession with Chick Fil A lately. Uh, <laughs> so I just I love their sandwiches. I I honestly haven't you know tried the Popeyes spicy. Ch I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, Chick Fil A is my thing, and I just I just order their sandwich, um, and then like I order a side salad that they have. Yeah. And then I have my protein at home. My protein, my biohealth pr uh, protein shakes that I do. Yes. Um, and it's it's like grass-fed protein. It's really good quality protein. So I make sure like I get the best quality in my system. Yeah. And also like my supplements are very important to me too. My D3, my vitamin C, my a good multivitamin. Um, all that is important to seeing the results. And not only that, like I think a lot of people are very... Um, They feel like it's, it, it, well, I'm not going to say that it's not. It is very important in the way that you break fast. Definitely. What you put yeah. in your body says a lot about like, you know, the results or how you're going to be mentally focused or not. You know what I mean? It, it plays a big part in, um, in your results, you know, what you eat. But also, um, I think more it's what you do outside of the eating window. That's important as yeah. well. That's true. That's actually true. Um, and I, I, I find it myself that, you know, I, it, it makes a huge difference when I'm having some type of protein in the beginning of my breaking my fast, especially when you're in the a, in a OMAD, you know, sort of like lifestyle where I'm constantly busy and doing what I need to do. Um, my next question is going to be, what do you wish you, you, you had known when you, when you started out? I wish I'd known about fasting when I first, 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 first started my journey. Like, this yeah. is very simple. Like I said, it's very simple. It's easy to me now um, that I wish if I would have started from the very, very, very beginning, I would have probably reached my body goals and some right now. Um, yeah. And not only that, like another thing that I've noticed with um, doing extended fasting or OMED And I, yeah. I don't know if this is everyone, but I, everyone I've talked to said that this has happened. They're more um, woke. They're more spiritually awakened. I don't know how to ex mm -hmm. explain it or if it's yeah. even true, but it is, um, true. it is true, right? It is true because you're much more in touch of your senses as a person because it's not interference to your well-being because you know you're in control. Right. Versus versus when you're eating five to six meals per day that's a distraction is a distraction yes. and there's a metabolic reaction going on in your body and in in reality we we're not thinking about you know or we're not opening our eyes to what is natural right because what what happens is we focus so much on the on that so the quit The so the sort of like the quick fix things, and so we're not focusing on the long term fix because at the end of the day, 
you know, yeah, you you're 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 have more mental mental awareness. You're more self-aware because of the fact that you're not thinking about food 24/7. Where now you know you're gonna you are in control of what time you're eating and what time is the best for you to, to be able to relax and enjoy that meal. Right. Uh, once again, we live in a very fast-paced society where fast eat breakfast, snacks, and lunch, and a snack, and so you're running towards getting all this stuff because somebody told you to. Right. And so, and so then, then, then you get you're not focusing on what is best for you. You're when I noticed when I did extended fasting, especially the extended fasting, I noticed a much more yeah, you're much more awake. Your brain and yeah. in a custom process of, of thinking and, and and knowing that you'll be able to reach any goals that you want because now nothing's stopping you. I agree. And so you know, so so now and 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 more than anything, spiritual is spirituality mm-hmm. is is a connection that you get of of that energy you have because we a lot of people lack of energy and the lack of energy that you don't that you that you don't get because you're not sleeping well. You're not sleeping those eight hours that you're supposed to. You know, so this is what I tell a lot of people is that you know you're not you're not curious anymore you're just kind of going by to your life yeah you're you know? just living. you're just breakfast lunch and dinner snacks you're distracted yep you're distracted so <laughs> you're constantly distracted that's basically what it is right you know so but my I, next question go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what are you curious about right now what i'm curious about Yes. I'm I'm really curious where about my growth. And that has a lot to do with my spiritual growth, my mental growth, my physical um, you know, appearance by growth in general. This is I started fasting in April. So April yeah. 2019 this year. Um so it's it's actually pretty new to me. It hasn't even yeah. been a year yet. So I'm really yeah. curious about what can happen in the next, you know, two, three, four, five years and where I can go um, when it comes to growth. Yeah. More more on spiritual awakening, more on self, self-love self and, you know, um, just knowing that I, I don't know, just more of a spiritual awakening, I guess, like um, self-discovery. Yes. That's something that I, I never really understood until I started doing extended fasting. I've been yeah. meditating a lot more now, too. So that has yeah. helped me as well. Yeah. Um, so all that has helped with my growth. And I can't wait to see what, what comes from it in the near future. Yeah, because you become more patient about things. You know, like, sort of like, you know, you want to eat. So, you know, you have that patience to weigh and know that you're gonna be able to sit down and be able to enjoy that meal in your house or whichever right. self-discipline for sure yeah, self-discipline yeah sure. become more self yeah and that's one of the things i tell a lot of people I say look it's just about discipline yourself and knowing that you're getting a good night of sleep and you're waking up with so much energy and you're waking up feeling better about yourself so um my question to you is what is something you have felt at 
failed at? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's... <laughs> this sounds like a job interview right now, Eric. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's something I failed at. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm, I feel like it's... it's You don't really fail unless you kind of give up. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think I failed. I learned, but I don't think I failed. Well, you know, one of the things that... And, and this is what happens um, and me as a podcaster and, and you know, myself as an entrepreneur and you know dealing with the things that I have to deal with in a single, every single day we always filming on something nothing is going to be perfect right um, you know and so um, I think as a as a person as a, a brother you know husband and, and father um, there's so much things that I continue learning every single day right you know right. so so nothing that I have come to, I wish I knew back then how to how to be able to do a podcast because I had it in my mind to do it two years ago, but I started a year ago. So in a sense, um, at least I, don't, I, I, don't, I think it's right. oh, it's like a learning process for sure. Like life in general, well, yeah. a lot of people, I guess there's like um, people rush you, like other people's opinions about your life kind of yeah. you in a state of being pressured and constant yeah. stress yeah. But, but when you when you realize it there's there's no such like I feel personally in my opinion I feel like there's no such thing as fail like you're always learning like you might not get it right the first time but it doesn't mean that you're gonna stop you're gonna continue and you're gonna learn and you're gonna grow and you're gonna make it better so I feel like as long as we're breathing, as long as we're alive, we can always make it better. So it's it's a state of growth. That's awesome. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is. It is always a state of growth. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I turned 43 last year in June. Uh-huh. I'm going looking forward for uh, 2020. I'm being 44. Um, if there is anything I should have asked but didn't. What is it? I'm say say it again. I'm sorry. If there's anything I should have asked, but didn't. That you should have asked? Yep. Hmm. Um, well, I, I think a lot of um, my habits when it comes to like food and stuff has a lot to do with my culture. Yeah. So um, I'm actually like, I'm, I'm Egyptian. Yeah. So a lot of the things that I felt like I wasn't able to do was more other people's opinion on, um, you know, you're not you're not allowed to or you shouldn't or it doesn't look good or it, make, it embarrasses our family or or it's a disgrace to the fam. So I feel like I, I was living in a bubble for, for the longest. Um, and and recently I've discovered like myself like I've discovered who I am and what I like and and I discovered that there's there's really nothing wrong with me like um like like everyone is different and everyone's unique and I feel like if we all come together we all have something to teach each other absolutely true because one of the things that I then knowing that uh, when I do a podcast especially with everybody it's being from different backgrounds I think we learn a lot from culture, uh, from knowing that yeah, you're not much different than anybody else. The only difference is because of the, the environment, I guess, that you were living at. 
the people the, the people that surround you around you know in your life has um, has some type of impact um, to me I think that one of the most benefits about you know being an immigrant in this country I think has teach me a lot of perseverance uh, a lot of patience um, right. accountability and so I think that um, I guess uh, when you're you know come from that, that kind of background it shows that yeah we have all, we all come from different you know status uh, whichever the case may be um, I find it um, challenging because we are living in a very fast technology driven where we can talk to anybody from around the world if you want to right right which is which is great um which is you know amazing that we can you know you're all the way in miami right now and i'm in california and here we are um but i do yeah i feel like everyone if everyone came together everyone could teach someone something that they didn't i could teach you something you could teach me something and that's how i feel like life should be that's that's my purpose in life that's that's why i started my clothing brand is because it's a it's a movement it's to inspire and motivate others and it's ruler ruled. that's the name of it so i just i just want people to know that it's all mental and i feel like everything plays a part like fasting helped me discover things about you know my mental focus and my mental clarity and it's helped me with my business and my brand and to grow it so i feel like everything my you know everything has helped the way I was raised and the struggles that I went through and the struggles I overcame they made me the woman I am today so like there's nothing that's um that you know I feel like everything played a part and everything was supposed to be the way it was supposed to be and the people I meet are the people I'm supposed to meet at that moment in my life you know what I mean so I feel like when you think of it that way uh life becomes beautiful like life yeah. becomes beautiful when you think about it like that, yeah. and um, absolutely true. It's crazy because I like five years ago I never ever thought of it thought of it like this. I was I was probably depressed. I was probably depressed yeah. and sad, and I felt alone. And I have three older uh, siblings, and they're all a lot older than me. So I always yeah. felt like I was the only child. Yeah, I so, hear you. I mean. And that's and that's one of the things that you know that you get to find yourself into much more open range on regards of you know understanding yourself better, right? Right. And uh, uh, so, tell tell us a little a little bit about your brand. I know you're you were talking about uh, rule of um, or be rule, right? Right. Rule or be ruled. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your brand. So what? How did that come out? Well, grow like I said, <laughs> it all relates. But uh, growing up, I never really had that support system I needed. Um, so I created it and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that same message in a different way. Do you have a website that people can be able to go and check it out? Just, uh, your, your brand? I do. It's, uh, it's just rulerberule.co. Um, that's the website or you guys could check us out on Instagram as well. It's just rulerberuled, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's to inspire and motivate. Like it is a movement that it's not just like okay the brand is great and the aesthetics and the quality and everything i can rave about it all day long but 
the main thing is that people are inspired by the message. Like I give out these wristbands at my um, at events. I give out wristbands whenever yeah. someone orders. I give out wristbands. So these these are messages. It's a positive affirmation that people can look at every day and know. You know what? I can do this. Yeah. 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 yeah this is tough, but I can do this. Like <laughs> I have control. I'm self-disciplined. I'm so there's a lot to it. It's not just you know, oh, it's a cool shirt, it's a cool logo. Um, it's a lot more than that. Um, I remember one time I'll tell you about a story. I was actually featured in a magazine and I had written this uh, story as well, or I mentioned the story in there. One time I was at an event and there was a guy that came to my booth area and he told me, "Hey, I follow your page already on Instagram." So I was very sh- like I was very shocked because I only had my brand for about two years now, and I was like, "Oh, you do?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "That last post that you posted by I think he said like doctor or something because I had a couple people that wrote um, content for me." He's like, "I needed to read that at that time in my life." Yeah. That hit me. That that's when I knew. Like I was very emotional at that point because that's when I knew what I'm doing is um, it's helping someone in some way. That's true. That's also really true because um, you know you're gonna find yourself that that's the most rewarding thing. That the much more that fills your life much more with energy. Right. You know, because you your purpose. know you. Yeah, it's your exactly. purpose. It's your purpose. Exactly. So you you finally know what you're you're on this earth for, and yes. like how you can help others. And and I I read a, a quote. I forgot who who said it exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the quote is basically, it's it's not exactly these words, but you know it's similar. <laughs> um, it's uh, when you go through struggles in life. And you realize that you can help others overcome the struggles that you've been through. That's when you found your purpose in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, so growing up, I never, like I said, I never had that support system I needed. So, if I can give others that support or inspiration or motivation, or you know, if I can talk to them my kind work, if I can save one person's life, that's enough. Like that, I know I'm doing my job here on Earth. Um, GJ, I wanted to ask you, um, what are you thankful for 2019? What are you looking forward for 2020? What I'm looking for? Um, I just, I just want to, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just, I wish for the best. I hope for the best. Um, I know good things are coming because I believe it. Um, Law of attraction is another thing for me. Um, like I, I know it. I know things are getting better because you can only learn and grow and get better. You can never go back to what you were prior to learning that thing. You know what I mean? So um, I can only see good things from here. My brand growing, um, uh, being more spiritual, spiritually awakened. Um, just more happiness in my life, meeting new people, making new connections. Um, I just want to be more, um, if the opportunity is there, I want to take it. 
I want to talk to people. I want to get to know people. I want to share stories. I want to teach each other. I want to help. I want to help if I can. So that that's where I see 2020 for me. So I wanted to um, ask a question to the audience. Uh, what would be your questions for the audience and how the audience can reach you to at? Um, well, you guys can reach me on either my fitness page or my brand page. Um, my fitness page on Instagram is fit new me with three E's at the end. Um, and then my Instagram is ruler be ruled all one word on uh, Instagram. Um, I just I just want to know what they took from this podcast and if they like what they heard Um if there's anything else that you guys want me to talk about, if you guys would like to uh, have me do another podcast, if there's any subject that you guys would like me to speak about, um, just anything, anything. I just, I want to know input. I'd love to be critiqued. Um, but be easy on me, you guys. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, anything, like I'm, I'm open. I'm open to it. I would love to know that this made an impact on someone's life like that would mean the world to me yes um i was gonna say Gigi, uh and i know that um you know and, and that people is gonna reach out to you definitely gonna you know they're gonna relate a lot of things with you um i find it interesting because i know that the audience who listen to the podcast and everybody else um would love to hear your own journey, your own personal journey. Especially, I recommend to every person that jumps into these uh, uh, interviews is to uh, take advantage of the Anchor.fm uh, page, which is the application. You guys can be able to create anything you want in regards of what you're uh, trying to bring to the table. And one of the things that I think that is is just knowing that we are here, people trying to help others, you know, accomplish something. Right. And um, and I just want to say, JG, thank you so much for taking the time to actually come into my podcast. I look forward to hear yours. And um, <laughs> and I just want to say uh, Happy New Year to everyone. And I know that in California, it's not it's, we are three hours away from 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 uh, from New Year's. For us, it's going to be pretty soon uh, a New Year's. But for you guys, it's a little bit different. Cali, Cali time, right? Different. Right. So I just, I wanted to wish everyone else, uh, everyone a uh, happy new year's as well. Um, you know, be safe out there and fast and love life and be happy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much, guys. I want to say, once again, this is the last podcast of the year, 2019. I'm happy to do this with, <laughs> with Gigi. Uh, from, uh, uh, once again, your Instagram page on uh, your page is... Uh, fit new me for my fitness one ruler be ruled for the in, for the clothing brand awesome uh, so guys once again thank you so much and I we see you next year thank you guys thank you Eric appreciate it have a no great problem. 2020 yes <laughs> bye 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 <laughs>